0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Adventure Girl Podcast. I am Michelle and social distancing herself all the way across (laughs) town is my co-host Deanna. Hello. And obviously, you know, we're going to touch on the subject. We're not going to take you down a rabbit hole, but we know that right now the whole world is facing a new challenge and we know that. Adventuring and travel is going to take on kind of a whole new meaning as we all combat um, this virus and and the changes that come with it, with the economy. And so we we kind of got together and we thought about what it looks like for us, even and that is less flights, more things closer to home. Um, you know, less travels away from town, but everything included our cars and traveling in our vehicles and you can still get out and enjoy nature even in these times so we wanted to talk about car maintenance and how to stay safe on the road since so many more people are going to be hopping in their vehicles to get their local adventure on we wanted to help you guys keep safe and share with you our kind of go-to tips how we handle it. Yeah, how do we raise it? (laughs) Yeah, and then how we're even changing our own trips, like things that we're planning on doing to stay safe. So one caveat, one thing that I just want to bring up is I'm 100% for still getting out in nature. 100%, you do not have to touch anything or touch people or be near people to be in nature. You can camp, but recognize that traveling to other towns small towns be very cognizant about resources bring your own resources with you if you're coming from a bigger town maybe plan to camp and eat all your meals camping and bring that food with you so that you're not stressing small town um supply pretty much so just be cognizant just be kind and generous and think of others um don't put yourself in situations where you might end up in the hospital um just Yeah, just remember we're all in this (laughs) together.
1: Yeah, and for those of you maybe listening two years from now, because, you know, keep (laughs) your fingers crossed, we hope this podcast sticks around until then. Um, You know, this this week's been the week that uh, COVID-19 has kind of hit um, the U.S. more dramatically, and we're we're starting some um, quite dramatic precautions in terms of, like, people – kids staying home from school, um, gatherings being shut down or, or pushed out. Um, yeah, like everything And some States are even taking, um, even more critical measures now for like lockdowns and things like that. So it's an ever changing world right now. And, um, I think we're, we're still trying to make the best of what we have available to us and, um, you know, try not to let it get the best of us, um, while still staying safe and kind of wanted to share a little bit of that with you guys. And, um, and still and living I mean,
0: life, life living has life. to move on.
1: Like exactly, life
0: has to move on. Um, it will find a way, business will find a way, humans will find a way. And in that interim, I kind of look at it as this is your chance to get outside more, to yeah. get into nature more, like use this as a chance to do some of the things that you say you never have time to do. And that might be hopping in your car, car camping, um, getting to your wilderness. So how do we prep our cars? I think that's, like, number one. What do you do on the regular or before a big trip or whatever it may be to prep your car?
1: Okay, so that's a great question. Um, so one of the biggest things that I do, and this is something I'll usually do regularly, but make sure I do prior to um, road trips, anything that's over, like, an hour or two even, Um, And that's check all my fluids and check my uh, tire pressure. So I just got a a Jeep Cherokee um, back in May of 2019. So my new car actually has, like, tire pressure readouts in the car, which is super nice. Um, I used to go old school and just have a little gauge with me, like a pressure gauge. I love that that, um, that's considered old school.
0: Sorry. I know. Well, I mean, it's it hard. <laughs> it is. is it, it
1: is. Me now. I'm like, oh, look, my tire pressure. Oh, I mean, no, I geeked out over like it. My uh, 2006 <laughs> Buick Lucerne hat, okay? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I
0: geeked out over it. I'm just, I just, like, it cracked me up that that's considered old school. Sorry. Continue.
1: Yeah, but you, you, that's definitely something that's really important, and you want to make sure your tires are, like, healthy, too. Um, it's as simple as just looking to make sure there aren't tons of cracks in your um, threat threads treads um and you know just making sure you've changed your tires and stuff because especially in places like arizona where it's really really hot um you know you have blowouts and stuff in your tires if they're not um taking like well, taken care of and maintained or they're really old just because the sun exposure and like being on the super hot pavement does that so i'll usually just do a quick look at my tires um just to make sure the pressure is good Um, You can check what your tire pressure should be by looking at the inside of your driver's door. Usually there's a readout for what your tire pressure should be. Um, It's the number with PSI behind it. Yes, yes. (laughs) Hey, um, I
0: didn't know when I was younger, so sharing that little PSI, because there's a couple numbers on there, so it's a PSI.
1: Correct, yes. usually about
0: 32. If you can't find it, 32 is pretty safe.
1: Yeah, and it really depends because, like, mine is, like, 36 or something. So yeah. it'll depend from car to car. But if you're in the 20s, you probably need to do something. Exactly. About it. Exactly. Um,
0: that's, like, that's, the, that's the tip right there. Listen to that, ladies and
1: gents. If you're in the 20s, you probably should do it. <laughs> yeah. And so other things I'll definitely do is, um, you know, I'll check the oil, make sure I have enough oil. Um, again, now the cars are getting so smart that they'll tell you, like, how much oil life mm. you have left. But I always – you know, like to check the dipstick and make sure that, you know, I have oil, make sure I have windshield fluid, um, make sure I have like coolant. Coolant's a big one, especially if you're doing, um, road tripping in warmer months. Um, I usually like have, you know, want to make sure I'm full on my coolant and, um, basically like radiator fluid. Uh, and sometimes if I'm taking a really long trip, I'll just throw one in the car with me. Um, for precaution, uh i what else Hmm. that's usually it so you want to check the fluids and you want to check your tires um for me i also always like have a couple things in the trunk that i carry with me um i always if i'm taking a road trip i always have like a little shovel i have um a little fire um what is it called like the little extinguisher Yes, extinguisher. I was going to say fire (laughs) hydrant. I'm like, nope, that is so false. I can't even.
0: She carries a fire hydrant for Tula to sniff and pee on.
1: (laughs) No, a little fire extinguisher, a little baby one. You can get them like at Lowe's or Home Depot or probably like Walmart or just about anywhere. Um, And it's nice, especially when you're traveling in like warmer areas again. Like we always have issues with brush fires and stuff. And just in case something happens, it's always nice to have that um with you and you know i always have some rope and just a couple like items that i feel a little bit better with um and i just like double check to make sure i have all that but uh water is another big one i always make sure i have a little bit of extra water on a road trip in case you get stuck or anything like that but yeah sorry that was a little all over the place but fluid
0: and it's hired. okay it's okay so i'm going to circle back to the prep we'll go to the quote unquote bug out bag in a minute because i know you have more than that because i do too um (laughs) so let's go back to you said some really important things um and because i come from ohio i also deal with cold so yeah it's important with your tires with heat but it's also really important with your tires with cold so pretty much tire pressure is key i've learned this the hard way people do not listen or do not do what i did (laughs) take care of your tires um and then what else did you say that was really important? You did say something that was really important. Dang it. You went off and I forgot. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, okay. But anyways, tire pressure is really important. Um, and I'm going to add a few things to that. Um, yeah. Lessons that I've learned over the years. Because let's be real. We've all had times in our lives where car maintenance falls at the very bottom of our we can afford list. Oh, and you. it's like the least sexy thing to spend your money on Um, my like number one tip are rotate your tires pretty consistently um, Mm -hmm. and keep up with your regular maintenance if you keep up with your regular maintenance they're going to do that anyways and they're going to do all the little things that you might not think to do Um, so I personally have I bought my car at the end of 2017 brand new and I bought the warranty so that a lot of the regular maintenance is covered um, but in the past, I've only done oil changes and not rotated tires and you go through tires so much quicker, um, which okay. actually is costing you a lot more money. <laughs> so regular maintenance, regular rotation of tires, I think is like the number one thing that I would say, everything's too good. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really test my oil and stuff like that unless I'm going to, sh- sleep somewhere or be with my car off for a while um, or a really long road trip because I get my my regular maintenance done every 3,500 to 5,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Those things aren't – she's so smart. She tells me everything. Um, but I, I check my windshield washer fluid because I run out of that a lot. Um, and I always have coolant only because I'm old school back in the day where you needed that all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. old habits die hard. Um that's not a bad habit to have though. It's Especially not hidden desert. <laughs> and quite frankly, I before my Jeep I drove a two thousand fifteen car and I need coolant all the time for that. So it's not necessarily just older model cars. Um that car just happened to have an issue. She we couldn't find a leak, but you knew there had to be one because I was always putting coolant in it. So doesn't yeah. necessarily mean your car is old. Um, but those cool. are definitely I mean, they're pretty simple tips. Just regular maintenance, rotate your tires. If you don't know how to check any of your fluids, Google, YouTube, it'll show oh, yeah, you how. Sure. Do not check fluids when it's hot, when it's running. Most yeah, fluids, some fluids will of be them? okay. No. Yeah, some fluids are okay. But if you don't know the difference, don't open any of them after you've just driven your car.
1: So specifically the um, cool engine, like yes. the radiator cool <laughs> very, specifically
0: that. The <laughs> very specifically <laughs> but, that, but if you don't necessarily know what's what that you're checking, um, most of them say exactly what they are. But if you're just checking to make sure everything measures on the dipstick, you're better safe than sorry of doing it when the car is cool.
1: Um yeah. And one thing you said is like you do scheduled maintenance, right? And I like, I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm old school and I like refuse to pay for that stuff at all. And maybe that's just (laughs) my mentality. And I'm just, it's free. It's
0: free. It's part of my warranty.
1: So, well, free because you pay for it in other ways. I mean, like, it was a special
0: Jeep thing. It was a special Jeep thing. So,
1: so for me, like, the biggest thing that I found is if, Um, like I found a local place that I go to for car maintenance and it took me a little bit to find that just because you can't always trust everybody no this place is like I went with an issue from a different car with my Buick at the time um, not my Jeep and another place had told me like oh you got to do all this work it's going to cost you this much and I went to this place they looked it over and they said hey look yeah it has this problem But it's not going to get, like, much worse. And when it does, it's going to blow. And at that point, then you should come. Because right now, this could last you another couple thousand miles. You should be okay. And they just sent me home with no charge, no nothing. So places like that, if you take them for scheduled maintenance or you take your car to a place like that um, for oil changes, they'll let you know, hey, you're at 50,000 miles. This is the standard maintenance for your vehicle at this time. Like, do you want to do any of this? We recommend X, Y, and Z, but you could probably forego this other thing. So keep that in mind. Um, See so if you can find somewhere in your local community to do that, too, because once you find a place you really like, they usually treat you pretty good. So,
0: And I will say, I even go to a dealership, and I have that relationship. Even though I do the factory maintenance for my Jeep warranty that came with it, they – have straight up told me before no if you can keep the warranty and don't need to do this like we are noting that you are absolutely green because they do it red green yellow um so it's just important to be comfortable where you are if I wasn't comfortable at the dealership I'd be pieced out um but back in Ohio I had a car with like 220,000 miles Ford Focus and I had that kind of dealership or that kind of guy he was just super local and you know I drove a newer. I bought my car new there's my jeep's my jeep but that car <laughs> he had a lot wrong with her um, and he kept me on the road like yours says. you know just here yep. this is this is what you need and you can find those ladies don't be afraid to go by yourself um you're use common sense and you're you know Google things if you need to Google things to understand. But you can find really good local mechanics. Um, and then there are some really good dealerships as well. Like, I have a really good mechanic at my dealership that I really like. So um, don't be afraid to go to a couple till you find someone who respects you and treats you the way that you want to be treated. Um, so those are really good tips because you can. They're out there. They're, the good ones are out there. Definitely. So for- I will yeah. forever love my old man in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, he kept that car like I would drive in. He it was like weekly, and he'd be like, "What is wrong?" <laughs> and I'm like, "She's making this horrible noise every time she drives down the road." Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, "I can fix this. You'll probably be back in like four weeks for this, but you'll be okay till then." So um, yeah, and
1: when you said horrible noise, brakes are also pretty important, especially if you're going that, to hilly areas. Yeah. If your brakes are making really weird noises and you're having a hard time stopping, like on the flat road, definitely consider having that checked and maintained. Most of the time, you just need to change your brake pads and not the actual rotors. So, rotors you'll have like
0: a shimmy when you brake, like a pretty strong shimmy. That's how you can tell something's going on with your rotors. But even then, I don't think I've had that in years. Like, I've had that on like one vehicle. Yeah. where it was rotors Um, and another thing look we keep talking batteries so Arizona your battery dies like in half the time that it dies anywhere else so one get the battery with the five-year warranty it is worth it and two if you're going on like a camping trip because we're talking about trips right now and so most likely you're going to go camping and you might have your tailgate open a lot or you might who knows Use the chargers in the back without, you know, turning your car on. You want to make sure your battery's at full power. You can get that. If you don't have a tester at home, you can go to AutoZone for free, pull up in the front, go ask them. They'll pop your battery out, test it real quick, and just tell you at what level you're at. Um, and I think that's really, really important for if you're going back country for someplace, you know, for like an extended amount of time um, because your car is sitting there for a little while. It can drain the battery if it's lower, and that is a perfect segue to bug out and stuff that we carry. Um, so, for me, there's the difference between what's in the back seat of or in the back of my Jeep every day versus what I carry when I go camping. Do you guys have a, a different kit, or is yours like um, all-inclusive?
1: Yeah, so I normally – I mean, for us, we don't take stuff out of the back of the truck or, like, under the – so – Nick's got a truck and I have my Jeep and usually we go camping and stuff with Nick's truck just because he has four wheel drive and on mine I don't um you know just so it's more economically friendly since we have the truck already. Um so there's a lot of things that just live under the back seat in the back of the truck um that are like staples for us. So there's like a tool kit, an emergency kit, um, a little foldable shovel, um, a tow strap a d-ring to use with the toe strap um and i think nick also has a fire extinguisher i can't remember um but those are general things we also have like emergency like an emergency vest you know in case you have to pull over on a dark road or something so some cones and an emergency vest um for like visibility purposes um and that's just like the day to day stuff that's always in there that we also um, take advantage of when we're going camping or just taking road trips. Um, but we definitely pack up a little heftier um, from that base level if we're going um, going somewhere else.
0: So, what would be your different items that you would carry?
1: Um, so we would definitely have uh like water number one. Like we you don't wanna leave water in your car here most of the time just because it gets no. too hot. And like especially in like plastic bottles or anything, that's just who knows what kind of DPA. Exactly what, what kind of plastic <laughs> you could just inhale or drink or whatever. Um so water's a big one. Like no matter what, even if you get stuck somewhere, if you have water you're always going to feel better you can make it you can well you can survive
0: if you have water you know yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and in our emergency kit um like we have an emergency tool kit and an emergency like you know band-aids and gauze and that kind of stuff as well so there's two emergency kits we have um in the car emergency kit there's like jumper cables um so that way if we are camping with someone and you know, accidentally we drained our battery because we left a light on or the door was accidentally cracked open and we didn't notice or vice versa. Like we can- The many things. each other out. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one. Um, we usually have a two by four in the back of the truck as well um, to help if we get stuck somewhere or we need to kind of give ourselves a little bit more traction if we're, um, you know, we've got ourselves in some mud or something. Um But that's why we also have the toe strap and the D-ring so when we adventure, we usually advent we, we try to avoid doing things which will get us stranded. <laughs> um, and that
0: if, is the aim of all.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if we're with other people, we tend to, you know, be a little bit more open to being, let's say, like going into a puddle that, you know, eh, hey, how about, you know, uh, Michelle, you stay with your Jeep like 20 feet back where we know it's dry and happy and safe and then we're gonna trek out on this little path here and see if we get stuck or not. And if we do, you he can help pull us out with your you know, with your Jeep and we'll use the toe strap and the D ring and, and we'll make it work. So um, you know, water's a big one that we have. Um, additionally, like I always have if it's cooler, I always have some blankets, um, things like that. I just like I don't know, I'm a over prepper, over worrier, over everything. <laughs> so I'm like, if we get stuck, at least we won't be cold and we'll have water and you So know. here's
0: the thing though, because as you're talking, I was like, Wow, that's a lot. But it's stuff I have. So mm-hmm. don't think mm-hmm. that But here's the deal. So much of it is so inexpensive and oh, sure. a lot of it you have sitting around your house. So mm-hmm. things that I've actually had to use in addition to those things, definitely mm-hmm. the water. Um I always, if it's a long road trip in the summer, especially, I have a full gallon with me, because James and I can go through the water, um, and somebody else might need it. I've actually given my gallon of water to somebody stuck on I 17 during a huge traffic jam. They were going to be you know broken down on the side of the road for hours because we were in a traffic jam for hours. They had nothing, and they were stuck there. so might not even be for you. Could save somebody, and I also gave that same person. In your medical kits, you usually get those fun little shiny silver blankets. Those are great for reflecting sun too. So I gave them to them to those people so that they could create like a little shade on the side of their car because in the desert there's none. Um, And then that was also great if they ended up being there later and it got really chilly. They at least were protected. Uh, so those are two things like really practical things that are (laughs) super cheap so like don't freak out at these lists that we're talking about because you could get on the road today with what you have I'm sure you have an emergency kit in your house Um, I'm sure you have a neon yellow or neon orange rain or windbreaker that you could use as the high-res vest I'm sure you have gloves I'm sure you know there's I'm sure you probably already have jumper cables so there's so many of this that I'm sure you guys have but it does sound like a lot as we're sitting here and
1: (laughs) chatting about it when you're saying it's like it's not too expensive so i've gotten a lot of the stuff off amazon um and like the shovel that we have is like less than ten dollars um and it's just nice to have for so many different reasons and the emergency kit i think was like 25 and then the like car emergency kit was maybe 35 so you know obviously there was some investment um, that went into those, but that's because we just bought them as kits as well. Um, but like you were saying, it's definitely possible to just, you know, make your own kits from things you have at home um, and not not uh, spend that kind of money on it as well. Um, I think the one thing I spent money on, I splurged on was the um, fire extinguisher to have in my vehicle. And that was only about $25 as well. Um, but that's something like I really wanted um just because, you know, out here you're always so worried about um, mm-hmm. starting a small fire by accident or something. Like, yeah. I wanted that um, little safety net uh, when we went on our girls' camping trip, actually. So that was that was my first. Oh, yeah. I remember. You bought that
0: for that. I yeah. remember yeah. that. Yeah. So my splurges um, are based purely in backcountry camping, which this episode might not. Really be about that for you, unless you already live in those areas. Um, for me, I have a jump box um, because I solo travel and I do go into backcountry and a lot of times at really high altitudes, your car sometimes struggles to get enough oxygen to start, and you can really wear down your battery. So um, I have a jump box, which is basically something that can jump your vehicle without needing another car. Um, it also has the ability to deflate and inflate my tires. So. If you're going into high altitude and it gets really cold at night, sometimes your tires deflate. Most of the time you can get on a highway and they'll warm up and reinflate. But if you're back country and you need your full strength of your tire to get off the mountain, sometimes you got to fill them back up. Um, so that was kind of like my big splurge. And I found out the hard way my jump box that worked for my car does not work for my Jeep because it's mm. a bigger vehicle. Yeah. Uh, which which was fine. I sold my old one on offer up and got a new one. Um, but the caveat is it's also a charger, like a cell phone charger. And it even though it says it doesn't drain the battery by to p- jump your car, it does. So I can't use that for anything other than the possibility of needing to jump my car or inject yeah. my tires. Um so then I also have a jackery which charges things um but that's totally a splurge that part the jacket totally unnecessary um <laughs> that that's just because it's me um but the jump box i would say is probably like one of my favorite splurge purposes or purchases.
1: <laughs> um one today. oh i'm
0: so it's 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 been a rough one but i think it was like 160 so it wasn't even that much of a splurge for the peace of mind that I've had. Um,
1: Yeah, definitely. If you're out there by yourself, I mean, it's a good thing to have even, um, not only to give you peace of mind that in case you do have an issue, you can jump your car or change, you know, or change the pressure in your tires (laughs) for whatever reason. But if you need to charge your phone and you can't, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of that security um, if you're traveling by yourself. Um, Absolutely. I tend to, like, I don't know. I, for that reason, I normally enjoy traveling more with others, but um, I think Michelle has a really great perspective on the things you can do to give you that peace of mind um, that like traveling with another companion would give you. Um, So I, I definitely appreciate that because those are all things like as I consider traveling by myself in terms of like road tripping or, you know, doing a girl's camping trip or whatever it might be where, I don't have Nick to depend on or some other friends maybe that will, you know, have vehicles and whatever else. Like I need to be thinking about smarter decisions and what I could do to, to make sure I feel good and safe as well. So those are all really, really good things. Yeah,
0: and think about this. If you also live alone, the jump box can be used if you're running late to work and your car won't start. You know, I even have that issue. Like I live alone. So... If I needed to leave for work, you know, at 5 a.m. and I can't get my car to start, I would have to, like, stand around and wait for one of my neighbors to walk out. Um, So it's it's more useful than just being backcountry. I've actually used it more, not the current one because my Jeep hasn't needed it, but my previous one, I used more jumping my car in the winter when it was really cold than I ever (laughs) used it for being (laughs) stranded. So (laughs) it's got its pluses. One, I had, gosh, it was right there, guys. I had like a really, really, oh, here's my good point. Sheesh, people, I'm sorry. Um, Another thing, and you you brought this to my attention, was thinking about ways that you can stay safe because it, it might not be normal for you to think of these things. And I'm sure for a lot of our listeners, it might not be normal for you to think of car maintenance and these kinds of things. Before you go someplace, Drive your car not like you're driving to commute. Drive it to listen to things. Turn your radio down, open your windows, feel what she feels like. Loosen your grip on the steering wheel. Does she pull real hard to one side and notice your car's a girl? Does she pull real hard to your you know, mm-hmm. the other side? Really pay attention to those things because during our commute we turn our music up and we ignore all of that. Um yeah. it's you know, so just pay attention to your car for one trip to the gas station just to see what she's doing Um, and that'll give you more insight than anything most likely um it'll make you feel better too if everything's all fine and dandy and feeling great you know you can trust her and off you guys go
1: yeah and this one might be obvious to most people but um because i'm like super crazy (laughs) i always re-gas Way before I need to. Oh, totally way before. I always start with a full tank of gas. And when the opportunity arises, let's say we're going to go up into the mountains, even if I'm at a half a tank, if I'm hitting the last town before we go into the woods, I will gas up. I'm just crazy like that. No, no, no. It's It's actually really smart. It's a safety Um, note,
0: (laughs) And it's also really smart because a lot of times in the mountains, you're in elevation. And, again, your car struggles to start. So if you have a low gas tank, it can't pull as much as it needs to pull. So it's always better to make everything easy for your car. Strong battery, perfect, well, what's the, the right viscosity, I guess, of oil, you know, enough gas in the gas tank. Anything you can do to make it easier for your car to work, that's a win. So I don't think that's crazy. I do that too, unless I'm with you guys, oddly enough, and then I don't do it. <laughs> um, but that's because I know, like, you guys can go get gas for me. Um, but, no, I'm totally, totally with you on that. So, before we wrap up, i got, like, the most important question. What's your go-to road trip snack?
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, yes, I'm <laughs> really? already like a four-year-old in a candy store. So, no matter what, like, I don't care if we have gone to the store the day before. If we're on a road trip, we are stopping at a gas station and I also have horrible habits when it comes to eating on the road. But I love snacking. I it, for me it really helps keep me awake when I'm like if I'm especially if I'm by myself having um ooh a podcast. First of all, I love listening to podcasts when I'm by myself because it makes me think and keep engaged. Side note. Um, but snacks help me kind of stay awake and um you know, with it as well, so I am awful. I almost always have like a monster coffee drink, like we call it um, we fondly call it coffee goop in my family um so whenever like my I'm dad new <laughs> whenever my dad road trips as well, it's the same thing. um like if my parents come to visit us, they live in Las Vegas, if they come to visit us like I'll always. Um, usually have one in the fridge for him on his way out so that way he can take it with him. But he's like, oh, I got to stop at a gas station, get some coffee goop on the way out. And that's always what we call it because it's not good for you. But it's good for the soul, um, good for road tripping. And then the other thing I always buy is the um, Gardetto's like Chex Mix. It's not really Chex Mix because it's not checks, but there's like a Gardetto's like mixed. Um, How did I not notice this about you? I, don't I feel know, like
0: an awful friend. How did I not know that mix about you?
1: But the thing is, like, we I'm haven't. Disturbed. We've camped a lot, but we haven't <laughs> road tripped. Like, we haven't no. taken a trip over, like, what, You three drove. You, well, you drive with Nick, yeah. or I drive. Yeah, and and I won't pick up. Like, if we don't stop at a gas station, I'm not picking up Gardetto's, and I'm not picking up a monster coffee drink either. So, okay. please, fair enough. <laughs> now I
0: know what you've been eating every time I've been following you guys.
1: No, no, definitely not. Because, again, it's only when I'm, like, like, if we had road tripped to Las Vegas or to California where we had to, like, stop at a gas station, I would have picked those up. But if we're going camping and we're driving two or three hours, I know I got my Doritos and Oreos in the back, so I don't got (laughs) to worry about my (laughs) Gardettos. Okay. Okay. See, I'm learning things right along with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's really bad. Like, don't send me into a gas station um oh
0: i'm going with, to with
1: money like ever you know this is gonna happen now because <laughs> i'll definitely come out with like 20 dollars worth of things that nobody actually ever needed
0: um, or you know i'll
1: just start bringing you gordettos you know that's how i am <laughs> yeah so yeah i i love that stuff especially the little bread like wafer things. the dark isn't that what bread? only that's all i would ever eat in that stuff <laughs> I mean, I always leave the pretzels <laughs> for Nick because he really likes pretzels, and I'm like, ooh, boring. And I eat all the rest of the stuff, and then he eats the pretzels. So. <laughs> I, now I know. Now yeah. I know. It's like the How I Met Your Mother theory on, like, one person needs to like olives and the other one doesn't, if, for those yes. of you who have watched How I Met Your Mother. Yes. But, um, yeah, he'll eat the pretzels and I'll eat everything else. <laughs> he takes one for the team. So <laughs> I like pretzels, so – they're the most boring thing in the bag for me, so gotta leave them with something. Fair enough. you gotta share. Okay, sharing, sharing. So how, how about you? What's your um? What's your road trip food?
0: So, because I'm generally driving, I don't really eat a lot um, because I don't have like a road trip pal. I am taking applications for handsome men to be my <laughs> road trip pal, but since I don't have it. like, it's hard to like try to open things, navigate, and drive. So. Honestly, I just drink coffee most of the time um, if it's a like a really long trip, I might bring like a protein bar or something, so super boring so because' that's really mm-hmm. boring. no no because that's really boring, I'm gonna share what I would get if I wasn't super duper like stupid health conscious or overweight um and like what would be my total like what I would get. Let's be real. Like let's, this is what I really w- would want to get, and it's really disturbing. It's more disturbing than yours, and that is ranch corn nuts.
1: Ooh, corn nuts are so good, though. I, I love, love those things. So that's okay. That takes like a second <laughs> for gas station stuff for me. Not that this lie. is why we're meant to be friends. Um, I mean, I go back to like my snack shack days in elementary school when I see corn nuts and it just makes me real happy. So they smell so
0: bad, but they taste so good. And they have to be with like a fountain diet Coke mixed with regular Coke so that you feel like you're drinking Coke. I know I'm weird. That's weird. That one
1: you got me. You got me there.
0: (laughs) It is weird. But it's like if I get a fountain drink, it's like ninety nine percent Coke zero, let's be real, I don't like Diet Coke. Uh like ninety nine percent Coke zero, but you gotta like splash the Coke in. So that you like pretend you're drinking okay. real stuff.
1: Okay. Um
0: and then <laughs> to just re- and to really gross everybody out. And I have not had this in years. Uh oh. But my favorite thing at a gas station is an egg salad sandwich, the little triangles and the little triangle thing on the white bread that's, like, so soft,
1: it's ridiculous,
0: mm. all day long.
1: I day don't long. know if I'd be brave enough to get anything so that was not <laughs> from it's, a, I don't know, so a distributor. <laughs> It'd be so good. It's so
0: wrong. If I was just totally, like, not worried about my weight, not, you know, counting my macros, not doing my fitness thing, that would be what would be in my car every road trip. Egg salad sandwich, corn nuts,
1: and Coke zero. Alright, so the next time <laughs> we road trip, I don't care how short this road trip is, we're doing it. You're getting your egg salad sandwich um, ew, so good. Whatever, and your corn nuts and your Coke zero with a splash of Coke on the side, and uh, I'll get my my monster coffee and my Gardettos and uh We'll just be little fatties in our cars driving up to camp. (laughs) I love it.
0: I, you know, and this is what I really hope you guys laughed along with us because, quite frankly, when I started this podcast, I was—I'm not in a good space with everything that's going on.
1: I am like, yeah,
0: an immense amount of stress (laughs) at work. Everybody's worried about jobs and finances, and we just don't know. And I was in such a bad mood when we started, and now I'm just like. I'm going to go eat some eggs and sandwich from the gas station. Oh my like, God. It's remembering those memories, doing those fun things and get out on the road, get in nature, do your thing. This is what life is about. It's laughing mm-hmm. with your good friends on the phone about the world's worst snacks. Like we, neither one of us did anything <laughs> that was like, like shatteringly good. Like I'm kind of disturbed. Um, what we picked, and that is what life is about. So, like, take this time, go out with your family, like enjoy your family. Your your kids are home from school. What a blessing to get to spend more time with them. Your significant other is working right next door, remotely. What a great time to get to spend more time. If you don't have the significant other, you're hanging out with your dog more. Like enjoy the enjoy the good things. Um,
1: Definitely. Wrapping,
0: yeah, wrapping up our tips. Regular maintenance, even if it's not, like, the scheduled maintenance, but just regular maintenance on your car, making sure all your fluids are checked, your air tire, your air pressure, is... <laughs> tire pressure, oh, my good Lord. See, I'm trying mm-hmm. to like summarize here, and I'm not doing a good job. Tire pressure is right. Oh, check your lights. We didn't even do that. Yeah, make sure you know, your lights work. I was oh, going to
1: say, make sure you check your lights. Um, And the one thing that you brought up, we kind of, like, glazed right over it is. If your tech engine light is on, you oh, can yeah. go to O'Reilly yeah. or AutoZone, yeah. and they will read the code for you for free and tell you what's most likely the problem. And sometimes it's just the filter. Get. Yeah, it, sometimes a filter it's the filter. Yeah. Or your gas cap isn't on tight enough yeah. or something really yeah. simple. I'm and not that takes with that. the worry away.
0: And that takes the worry away. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just regular maintenance. Rotate your tires. Do things you need to do that you know you need to do that you maybe don't do because it's not sexy to spend your money on that. Do those things. Make sure you carry some sort of emergency gear. Um, you can Google list, Pinterest
1: list. But what we
0: said matches pretty well. And – uh Get some good snacks. Use fries quick so you're not going into the store. Get some good snacks.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, stores. <laughs> oh,
0: wipe, wipe off the gas handle. Whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good to get outside. And yeah, move forward and love life, embrace life. Be an adventure girl through and through. We're strong. We're all going to get through this. And I know I feel much better.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'm excited. I think, you know, I, I had a – uh, trip planned to LA with a girlfriend from a couple weeks back or a couple months back now we had planned it but with how crazy things are getting um you know I've, I've went ahead and canceled that trip coming up this weekend so you know I think I'll definitely feel a lot better after I get some time out in the wilderness and get to enjoy you know my my hubby and my doggy and probably uh some Michelle and Feeney time while I'm at it so, um <laughs> yes, you know definitely you know do your best to to make the best of the situation. Um, and like we've talked about before, I think the outdoors can bring a lot of peace and rest mm-hmm. to your mind and soul. Um, so I'll be taking advantage of that. And I hope with these tips, you guys get to take a little bit more advantage of that too. And get on
0: the road. And even if you're listening to this after all of this guys down, you're still going to be going on road trips because that is what the yeah. adventure girls want to inspire you to do.
1: Oh, no. we didn't even <laughs> talk about road trip playlists. Ugh. It's like the most important thing.
0: <laughs> I went straight <laughs> snacks and you're talking about things. All right, real quick because these poor people are probably done Love with us life. at this point. Um, real quick road trip playlist.
1: So we have a lot of Fleetwood Mac on our road trip playlist um lucero is another one if you haven't heard them go check them out they're awesome um more like mellow rock old school rock maybe some johnny cash in there for fun too but definitely not like our usual day-to-day listening but really into like we actually have a spotify playlist called road trip and uh we keep adding to it and expanding but it's definitely like the roll your window down stick your arm out the car kind of music for me so I think that's the best kind.
0: I mean, I um I heavily utilize a Spotify playlist uh that I found of someone's. Um but then I also I've had Spotify since like the inception of Spotify and my personal music that I've like liked over the years is all downloaded, which means if I don't have service, I can play that. Oh, and yeah. something this fun that it's shuffled <laughs> on your memories. Yep, And sometimes it's like Party in the USA comes on <laughs> followed by nitty-gritty Fishing in the Dark, like the nitty-gritty dirt band. like And that, that mm-hmm. to me is like the epitome of a road trip. Like sing along with whatever comes on. Um, you know, I have camping playlists and stuff, and we'll talk about that someday. But road trip songs to me, I love me some Journey. I love me some Grateful Dead. Um, just things that you sing along to that remind you – of your childhood Beach Boys. I love music, Beach Boys. Um, yes, I'm dating myself right now. Um, not with Beach Boys, I guess I'm a little young
1: for that. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, hold your roll there, girl. You're not I'm like, 90. For that, but
0: those are things like my parents listen to, and so for me, they're like the quintessential trip play Is the stuff that I can remember my dad playing the um mom's on the steering wheel too, and my mom's feet dancing because she would always put them up on the dashboard, like, like that. that is, yeah, that to me road really trip. That kind of music, not what I listen to on the. Uh, well, I listen to go Dead, but the rest <laughs> of that is not really what I listen to as well. So I think that's kind of key. You gotta. Have to. Yeah, I'm just
1: like my head up and down. Yeah, and maybe one one thing we can do. Let's see. I might be getting too ambitious here, but maybe we can share our Spotify playlist with our listeners so they can go and check it out too. So I'll uh, I'll make sure mine mine's PG thirteen and and uh, oh and God. do that real fast.
0: <laughs> so at, what could be really cool too? Um, if you've made it this. Guys. We the wheels have come off the wheels want, have come do do? off at this <laughs> part so if you've made it this far we would love to know your favorite song that we yes. can add to a playlist Um maybe we make an Adventure Girl podcast road trip song that's really ambitious see what I did I took your ambitious and I like doubled it because I like to do that to us rude um, right I'm so rude but we might get there someday I feel like that should be like something we work towards so if you like that idea give us a thumbs up um if you want to share your favorite road trip song let us know oh and yeah and if you have time, i'll make mine public
1: too yeah if you have a tip or trick about um yeah. car maintenance or road tripping throw oh, that Carmen, in the comments. is that um, what you're talking about yeah <laughs> sorry team we got so derailed it's been a week I think you all feel us. so. You know. Oh, we hope you enjoyed, and we hope you stayed with us this whole time,
0: um, and we hope you get out in adventure and put your windows down, breathe some fresh air, and jam.
1: Yeah, stay safe, friends, and we'll yeah. uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.